Welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know, presenting the brightest emerging and breaking artists. This podcast is about who's next and who you will want to follow. And who knows, you might discover your next favorite artist. Here's your host, Chris Sampson. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Joy Sounds, music you need to know. Before we get started with today's show, I wanted to mention that we recently launched Joy Sounds Radio, a weekly live broadcast every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific and 10 p.m. Eastern that features the brightest emerging and breaking artists. To tune in to Joy Sounds Radio, simply visit our website at joysoundsmusic.com and click the Joy Sounds Radio tab. Once again, I hope you can join us Sundays at 7 p.m. Pacific and 10 p.m. Eastern for Joy Sounds Radio. On today's show, we meet the alt-pop band Moon Tower. Moon Tower is made up of Jacob Culverberger, Devin Welsh, and Tom Carpenter, who have brought together their songwriting and electronic music production skills into a truly unique sound. At its heart, Moon Tower is a live band, and they are clearly crafting their career for longevity in the hopes that they'll be touring and performing for decades to come. We have a very open and candid talk with Moon Tower about the highly personal experiences from which they draw inspiration from in their songwriting. Moon Tower also performs three songs live from the Joy Sound Studio. They perform Hit the Lights, Got My Way, and Bury Me. So to get this episode started, this is Moon Tower performing Hit the Lights on Joy Sounds. Hey, for the last time I don't like the facts of life Getting in the way of a good time So don't try Keep on faking your asleep Let me get my way But as I turn to hit the lights She said you can't find peace and be right all the time Get out or swallow your pride Wish I knew you better Shit lies Stubborn, unforgiving I'm completely out of place But as I turn to hit the lights She said you can't find peace And be right all the time Get out or swallow your pride Wish I chose the ladder Right as I turn to pick a fight She said you can't sleep right next to someone who lies Get out, you're fooling me twice Wish I knew you better I turn to hit the lights 
Hit the Lights, performed by Moon Tower on Joy Sounds. And with that, it's my pleasure to welcome Jacob Culverberger, Devin Welsh, and Tom Carpenter, Moon Tower. Welcome, guys. Hey, hey, thanks for having us, hey, hey, Chris. Hey, man, you guys sound great. And I, th- this is a new one for you, right? It is. It. it is not yet out, but we have been playing it since uh, about last June. This whole song exists in like 30 seconds, in like a moment that lasted for yeah, maybe yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah, I get it. If not less. This feeling of being in an argument with somebody. And they decide to exit the argument Mm. by rolling over and pretending to be asleep. And no matter how much you poke and prod and say that you know that they're not sleeping, you can't force somebody to rejoin the conversation. Right. And in that moment, I just felt like a complete stranger Mm. in my own bed, Mm. which is maybe the worst feeling in the entire world. That's for sure. You would like to think that you feel that way because you're right, but it hurts even more because you realize you feel that way because you're wrong. Wow, there's a lot that goes into this song. Yeah, so I think in the moment, it's like in that argument, maybe in, in, in that argument, I had the right to be angry and um, and I was trying to voice something that was a real concern of mine. But looking back at the relationship as a whole and probably why I felt so off in that moment was because it was a relationship that I shouldn't have been in. Mm. And I let progress because I loved the person for, I th- for who I thought they could become or who I thought we could become together mm-hmm. and not for who we were in that moment. It's probably one of those definitive moments where you probably realize that this relationship was over. Yeah, but then you just keep going. Oh, okay. Because you're just dumb. (laughs) Yeah, I've been there. We've all been there. And you're just like, no, no, no. Like, I can will this to get better. Yeah. But I think that your subconscious has this plan for you. Mm -hmm. And if you fight against it, it's like like an earth. It's like a fault of an earthquake. It's like, you can, it can rub, but eventually like it's going to snap into place. Yeah. And, the better you get about understanding where you're supposed to be, the less that reaction is like the less like dangerous, explosive. the less explosive that reaction is. Right. Um, and the less you hurt yourself and you hurt others. So yeah, that was definitely a moment where I was fighting against where I should have been. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can do that in, you know, for only so long and then it ended with a bang. So yeah, yeah, no, that's for sure. I appreciate you opening up and, and sharing that. That gives us a lot of appreciation uh, for the song. And that's not, that's not easy to go to that place. And now that you've written the song, you're going to have to go to that place every night when you perform it. I think that's the goal always is to make sure that, like I've written something that feels so honest to how I feel about mm-hmm. something or someone that I can stand behind it every night. 
And if I didn't feel that way, then I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. So. so when Jacob brings you this very intimate, heartfelt moment mm-hmm. in the song, how, how does the band sort of bring this to life? Hit the Lights was like very ballady, like a two guitar chopped up thing. And it was probably like 30 BPM slower. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took a couple of like just agreements on being like, this could be mixed between strokes. It could have a lot of strokes energy and it mm. could, it's, it's always better to start from like a ballad type place and be able to ramp it up to a more high energy thing. Yeah. But you find that sweet spot where the song really starts to speak, right? right. Yeah. We do. And the version that we just played right now is quite a bit more akin to how it was when it was presented to us when Jacob had written it. It kind of, I guess the energy that we try and channel or some of the groups that we love, like, like Pine Grove and uh, some of these more loose, more organic sounds. Yeah. But the actual recorded version, which I'm not quite sure if it's out or if it will be out soon when this is being heard, it's much more in the same vein as like Yellow Card Ocean Avenue. Yeah, yeah. And it's much more, uh, it's driving and it feels more of a proclamation. It feels very true to the emotion that Jacob brought originally. Also cool, I think we originally only had the verse and the pre. Yeah. And I feel like it's always interesting it can be a conundrum when you have everything but your chorus figured out. I feel like it came together pretty beautifully that why Sophia... What's her name? That's her name. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is, uh, it was like conceptually, it was just like it, the puzzle was solved. Seeing those song sections just stack up and add on. Definitely. It was great. That's generally how... Well, not like always with the chorus or something, but I mean, Dev and Tom are like fantastic writers. And generally, like what happens is I'll bring in something that I think is like, we'll call it like the song version of a demo. Okay. And we'll work on it together and sort of like fine tune it. We came in with like sort of more of an instrument, like a more of an idea for like an instrumental chorus. And we were like, mm, it's not enough, you know? Yeah. It needs a thesis. It needs a, like Tom said, like a proclamation. Right. Yeah. It is our, I guess, obligation to try the songs in different ways and to break it down. And we found, you know, time after time, obviously this is, everyone says it, but if it doesn't work as a, as a campfire, if it doesn't work, when you yeah. break all the elements back down to just the most plain, most bold uh, emotions, just if those aren't there, then it's not going to work when yeah. you throw in a million synths and fun side chain and yeah. all that stuff. Well, what I appreciate about you guys is it sounds like you're taking the patience, you're exercising the patience to get it right. You're not just sort of going with the first most immediate solution. It sounds like you're really sculpting these songs. Yeah. The amount of versions sometimes drive us crazy, but it's like in pursuit of knowing that we have given all those options a try. And it's like, if you don't like a song, then it's like, all right, well, you'll probably like one of the other versions that you'll never hear. Or it's right. fine that you just don't like it because we did try <laughs> yeah. all the ones that no, we some, know. It's some, so it's impossible to not like a Moon Tower song. Because if you don't yeah. like the version that's out, it's like, oh, you just like version three. Like, this is version <laughs> 10. You would like version three. All right, that's what I want to say to anybody who listens to this podcast. If you hate one of our songs that's out, DM us. We'll send you a different version. A different version. <laughs> yeah. And we'll do that until you like one. And if you still don't like one, then we'll just then, make right, we'll, we'll another admit version defeat for you. Maybe we'll we just you. admit defeat at that point. No, no, no. Wow. Then we can make another version. <laughs> wow. Man. So, so you're, you're saying your ambition is to make sure everyone likes you. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. 24-7 all the time. Cool. And, and what about Sophia? I, th- I think we're actually... No, truly, like, she and I are actually very... Well... I don't know. I don't want to speak for her, but as far as I know, we're on good terms. We actually had a conversation before I recorded the vocals for this song because I wrote the song and then I was like, look, there's unfinished business here. Like, 
I didn't end this relationship in the best way. And like, there's things I need to apologize for. And just also want to make sure like, she's okay with this, like me having this song. Right. This Um, all of a sudden becomes very public. Yeah. Yeah. And so I called her and we talked and she told me that I am not shit and I am not shit. And yeah, she's a, she's a really wonderful person. I think her and I romantically probably it's a little too much of a giant fire together, but Mm -hmm. I just want the best for her because she's just a good human being. I've had a chance to work with you guys for quite some time. Mm -hmm. So right from the origins, I was knocked out by your initial efforts to sort of earn that initial fan base and get your music out there. You guys were hustling in the most innovative ways. I mean, you're you were giving out orange juice. Still um, doing we that. Still, still doing do that. that. That's yeah. still a thing. We're actually going to do that a bunch this spring. Yeah. What we live for is playing live. And yeah. unfortunately, you, you don't get to do that every single hour of every single day. Not yet. So not yet. There <laughs> yeah. may come a point. Yeah, six, six shows in a day. What we found is... Just by passing out orange juice, we will go to see the people that are tailgating out in front of 21 Pilots or the 1975 or yeah, yeah. Billie Eilish. And bands that we would love to go yeah, to. Yeah, bands that we respect and obvious just places where music fans would be. And we just get to make these one-to-one connections the same way that we otherwise would at a live show. But um, we've been able to kind of synthesize it for ourselves. And what we found is people really, they appreciate it and they run with the message. We feel more in tune to the people we're making music for because we've met, we've them. met them and we've had a 15-minute conversation about how are things going in your chemistry class yeah. <laughs> and here's some orange juice. And then before you know it, they've... Uh, They've been to six shows. shows. Yeah. And incredible. It's one thing to come up with that idea. Hey, I got an idea. Mm. Let's go out to shows and hand out orange juice and talk with people. We can talk all day. It's very few people that actually go out and do it. Yeah. That always used to really surprise us. We thought that there would be more people doing it. We were like, oh, we should do this. And then we went and did it. And then we're like, we're the only people doing this. (laughs) And then we thought like maybe people will hear about us doing this and other people will be here. And it's not like, it's not to say like, oh, it's such a great idea. Why isn't anybody doing this? But it's just more that like, look, you're going to spend money on advertising anyways. I'd much rather meet you in person than have an ad come up on your Instagram and that be the first time that you see me and it's like okay i think we're running i think our labels are running ads now anyways yeah or not right, our label right. we're still independent okay yeah. we're still it's a distributor proudly proudly distributor. independent <laughs> ditto we love you but you know we gotta hold it down for the underground uh um, we gotta turn our cost per click into cost per sip okay. uh, oh my god oh my god so glad we had shoot, recording shoot on that yeah. one you know this is the issue with going okay this is a great segue the issue with going to school is our jokes are just so informed by things we shouldn't know about how the industry works <laughs> it's too too inside yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's just yeah. stupid again that initiative I thought was great and it's refreshing to hear this perspective of I want to meet the people face to face that's a huge difference maker in terms of loyalty in terms of fans in terms of people just getting connected with you as artists yeah it's like also i just that's really hard to sit in your house every day and make music with no context for what's going on in the Mm -hmm. world Mm -hmm. and and the stories that these people have to tell are like it's it's incredible because we're trying to grow this community but at the same time it's like what kind of community do we want to grow yeah and we want to grow a community that knows each other and that we know and we know that that's going to be harder and harder to do the bigger and bigger that we get but we're already trying to build in these ways for our fan base to start taking care of each other and to be more connected and to sort of break down the barriers that like social media sort of puts where it's like you're just, we don't want it to just be like our fans are just watching us 
go about our lives. And it's sort of like one way communication where like we can talk to them and they can talk to us, but they yeah. can't really talk to each other. So when we go to these shows and we meet people, we do this marketing where we're handing out orange juice. It's like we're meeting groups of friends. So it's like instead of like you're solo and like you see an ad from Moon Tower and like that's the first time that you experience it. It's like now it's like, look, we go to a show, like we meet you, we meet all your friends. You guys have this shared experience together. We have the shared experience with you. And like immediately that feels like a community yeah, and not like cultivate users like a freaking app. Yeah. The chasing likes thing, I, I, I get the sense that you guys have turned the corner. You've had enough of that. That's not exactly where you really make your connection. It's It, it doesn't add up to anything, it sounds like. No, it doesn't. I think the yeah. likes come from creating a community there you go. that's like, people will come and be a part of what you're doing if it's somewhere that people feel like they want to be. And that's all we care about is just making a place that people feel like they want to spend time. And not yeah. just because it's like, flashy but because like it actually may be good for for them for and them. each other yeah. yeah and for us like it's inside everything is inside out it's like we want to make a place that's healthy for us to be in and we think we hypothesize that if we do that it might be good for other people and i guess we'll find out how about we hear another news tune from you guys yeah so, absolutely okay absolutely i you i know you have this a beautiful one lined up for me called got my way and I'm just interested in hearing the backstory from that one. Four or five years ago, my mom had a heart attack. Um, mm. She is very healthy, active, eats well, the whole nine. But she had a heart attack called SCAD, which is notorious for coming out of the blue. And they call it the Widowmaker, actually. Whoa. Yeah. She had it while she was swimming. Luckily, she was with a friend. And the whole thing was over in about 10 minutes. As in, she had the heart attack. They called the ambulance. She made it through the actual heart attack. And then it was just about making sure that like she stayed alive, you know, in the aftershock of it all. Mm. She did. But again, it was like, by the time I had heard about it, she was in a hospital bed stable just because of how quick everything happened. It's like a lightning strike. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, all these emotions just go through my head. It's like, I'm so glad she's not dead. What if she had died? And the regret seeps in and then it vanishes because she's not. And as good of a son as I felt like I had been for my whole life, when something like that happens, it's never good enough. Can't help but reevaluate mm-hmm. the relationship to your mm-hmm. parents. Yeah. And so that song is forcing myself to like live in that moment of pain for a little bit where like what if she didn't make it? Right. And what are the things that I would have wished that I said? What have wish that I'd done? What I have wished that she understood about where I was at this time in my life? A point where I feel like there's a little bit of necessary selfishness going on and this song is just like me asking her to understand that and also thanking her for giving me the space to become or to continue to become the person that I want to be and just hopefully letting her know that like I'm going to become that person because of you know because of her I got to actually play it for her last Mother's Day I had finished it and played it for just like um, went down to their house and they got to play it for an acoustic guitar and it was a really, really just crazy emotional moment. Yeah. Um, I can imagine. Yeah. I'm so beyond lucky to have two amazing parents and I just hope that whether people have a good relationship or a bad relationship with their parents, just knowing that like we come from these people and they, whether they are good at expressing it or not, that they love us unconditionally on some level that they can't even express. Um, there's a connection there that they like, can't even be expressed. And if, we're lucky enough to have those people in our lives. You know, tell them that you love them and give them love even if they don't give it back, you know? Because 
that's all you can do. And I'm lucky enough that I can give love and receive it from my parents. So this is what that song is about. Thank you for that. Really appreciate it. So this is Got My Way, performed by Moon Tower on Joy Sounds. Off when I was young, just to run with the real ones. See my name hang up in the rafters. Didn't cry when your heart stopped. Never caught, now my time's up. I can't feel nothing, nothing matters. Love left on my tongue. Got my way, look what I've done. What have I From you Thought I'd die before 19 Won a prize but had no peace I felt ashamed of feeling worthless But you knew to save me When pride kept me silent Oh, I wished I thanked you when I could have Love left on my tongue my way, look what I've done, what have I done, but kept aside from you, what have I done, what have I done to you, what have I done. Push you away just to be someone And now I'm left here Leaving voicemails every day Yes, I got my way Space when I needed some Let me push you away just to be someone And now I'm left here Leaving voicemails every day I got my way Love left on my tongue Got my way Look what I've done What have I done But kept aside From you What have I done What have I done To you What have I be someone and now I'm left here leaving voicemails every day at least I got my way at least I got my way think I lost my way And that was Got My Way, performed by Moon Tower. Uh, thanks again. That's a, a, a stunningly beautiful song. And now that we 
heard the story uh, behind it, we have all the more appreciation for what went into it. But the stripped down version, again, is it is it going to exist differently in the studio version? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this one is definitely a fun one to have finished now. I can't say exactly when it's going to be coming out, but it will be. It is It is very much coming down the pipeline. Nice. So I appreciate you guys previewing this new music for us yeah, on the show absolutely. here. This is awesome. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. I think later we're going to do the uh, the last new one of the of the, the batch. The winter batch. I yes. Guess, winter, spring batch. This one, this one is the most... I guess alty. We've we've gone. This one feels like a especially in the choruses. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a fun one, and it felt it felt like the emotion that was being chased out of what was originally a very very minimalistic demo. Yeah, it was just like an eight oh eight drum sound, basically just like the bass just pitched around, and Jacob's bare vocal. And this is another one where we had this demo finished. We started it in the December December of twenty eighteen. And it was... So you've lived with this tune for a while. Yeah, all of oh, these yeah. what we're playing uh, today, we actually have had since 2018-ish. Okay. It was when, we, when they started. This one didn't have a chorus either. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those... It was a very delicate, obviously, given, given the story. And it, it hit home for, for all of us. My dad also had a heart, t- heart attack in the very uh, similar story. Yeah, just it all hit home. But it was like we need to have this kind of thesis statement that doesn't cheapen what came beforehand right but still has the i guess ability to be a side a that sounds so convoluted to say Mm -hmm. but um to have to have that big that that size to it and i think that was our biggest as far as challenge in the production side was making this song that most people would i guess because the subject matter is so heavy right it would be considered for the people that would dive into the side Bs. Right. Um, But it was like, how do we make this something that is easy to approach, but also just hits you smack in the face, given, you know, what what it is. Yeah. No, I I recognize that that balance between a real intimate subject matter, but yet at the same time, it has to reach out and and grab people too. And that balance is is tricky. Yeah, we didn't want it to get lost. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this one and the one we'll play next are both of that same kind of end. Definitely very, very happy with how the final produced version ended up sounding. Nice. Great. We were able to in the um we were talking about the the orange juice. We did something very similar in the fall and we did a we weren't on tour and we weren't in headline mode. So we did a kickball tour. We went around <laughs> and it's the first time we ever played this song live. We played. Uh, we did a, a like a five or six song acoustic set. We did it at all the cities that we're about to do a headline in between April and March of this year. We went and we just said, "Come and play uh, kickball with for us. every person you bring out. So bring your friends. We're going to make a donation to gun buyback programs inside of the year community. It's a gun Not control partisan. advocacy is a big big part of our brand and obviously Love a very Support very you pressing guys so issue. Much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we sold T-shirts there that uh, they said protect kids, not guns. And anyways, we were able to perform that song at these kickball meetups in this very stripped back form. So that's the way that it's existed. Whereas a song like Hit the Lights, we performed live when we were playing uh, on our last last opening run. Yeah, We've never played this one fully produced. So yeah. this is the biggest, I guess, surprise that we have coming down the pipeline. Everything <laughs> else we've played live with the big synths and the lights and all that bullshit and this one has always been stripped back as you just heard it so i can't wait for everyone to hear the produced version outstanding i have to say um i know we've already touched upon this in our conversation but i continue to be so impressed 
I hear so many artists who actually have the ambition of breaking down the barriers between artist and audience. You guys haven't broken them down. You've eliminated them. If you're out there playing kickball with your fans, there are no barriers between you and your it's audience. So much fun. Isn't? It's right? been so it's beautiful. Like the old warp tour shit, you know? Like, yeah. And I think that stuff, it was always like so cool to have all these bands who had these ginormous careers, but they felt like sleepers because they, maybe they weren't always on the radio, <laughs> but they lasted so much longer because they had communities built around them. And they could tour forever. And we're like, how do they do this? And it's like, well, they went to Warp Tour and they built their own stages and they sat and talked to everybody that came out in the lines. And literally, like, this whole kickball idea, I think we got because, like, All Time Low used to do this. Like, mm-hmm. and like, that band is still touring. Yeah. You know? Still touring. And we don't necessarily make music like that. I mean, although, like, some of it's not too far off from our influences, but we want our career to look like that. We want a career surrounded by amazing people in a community that's loving. And we want to tore our asses off for the next yeah till we are the Rolling Stones, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, maybe later. It's till we break. Like until <laughs> our bodies literally break. <laughs> Going back to something that you also told me in the in our first part of our conversation, you're ultimately a live band. Yeah. That's how you see yourselves. Yeah. 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 And I and I remember this even in the origins of when I was seeing early days of Moon Tower, that you didn't put on just a backyard show. But no. you had the whole light show oh, yeah. going, it and the, it was an entire experience, even if, if it was a house party. And the other thing that you guys did was create this uh, video series, yeah. TV series. We it called was... it a sitcom. Yeah, A sitcom. That, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's called The Ballad of William Hollywood, right. season one. And it's, for all intents and purposes, it was a visual album that we made in college uh, <laughs> with, with some kids at USC that helped us on the video side of things. Uh-huh. We love that project to death. It is crazy zany wacky bizarre <laughs> surrealist it's born out of the same uh kind of mr wazo french weirdness that i guess is how is a lot of the music we look to in the french house world is like visually branded what's I- fun about the ballad of william hollywood should you want to really dig into the full 24 minute thing and watch it from beginning to end there is a story there and it's it's about it feigns being about young love and it turns into a story about someone realizing that they need to figure out who they are before they can really tackle who do I want to be with someone else. And that was visually represented in a character named William, who he had a bunch of different personas. He was William the cowboy with the pickaxe, and he was William <laughs> we called him anti William with a big old afro. Uh, ha- afro and a hairdo. And, and then like there's Detective, Detective William. William. <laughs> and then at the last one, Lay With Me, there's a bunch of Williams all inside of this place. And there's the, the we call it the Hall of Williams. The Hall of he, Williams. He goes into the Hall of Williams <laughs> and he picks which and he picks himself. In all in all honesty, we obviously hide inside is twenty twenty, and you you shoot the arrow and you paint the target target around it, right? But we um, <laughs> it feels it feels really nice to have that as our first project because it was us trying to figure out who do we want to be as Moon Tower. Yeah, yeah What okay. is Moon Tower as a project? Yeah. What, is it because uh, when we first started, we weren't releasing music. We we're only a live show and you could only see us playing in back ra- backyards yeah. up and down the coast. And then it became Moon Tower. We, we were to only release music videos and we put out a pilot for a sitcom before we released any music. We weren't even worried about finishing music. We were like, we want to we want to tell stories. Like Moon Tower is storytelling. And it, be- it became more and more. And now we are more into the zone of like we're a touring band who's telling our own story and kind of forging our own path 
through Moon Tower, but season one is a little bit of a reflection of that confusion and that what is it to be a kid and just want to be something but not quite sure have that feeling like i need to do something i want to tell something but what is it why but how it sounds like actually this was an important part of your process yes sort of discover your sound your identity as a band as a band and all of those things this was necessary yeah yeah it's very cool to have like a representation of that always living now out in the world. And I don't think anybody, whether like you look at season one as something that strikes you visually, whether you do connect to the message within it, I don't think anybody's going to have trouble finding the through line between where we were then and where we are now. Because mm-hmm. what I do think is cohesive is like we've always been a part of it and we've always been so transparent about who we are and what this music means to us and letting people in on our process that um, I think that, you know, we hope and I think, it, you know, that people are always going to see the through line as we continue to grow throughout our career. We're going to have Moon Tower perform one more song before we let them go. But before that, my thanks to Jacob Culverberger, Devin Welsh, and Tom Carpenter of Moon Tower for being on the show today. Thanks, guys. Now to wrap up today's episode, this is Moon Tower performing Bury Me on Joy Sounds. We fell on. Show me how to handle the pain. Chase fair while heroes shoot heroin and die before they're 30 in bed. So, why do you care if I smoke? There's methane in the air, not like I gave this world shit. I'm pretty tired, so if chasing a dream won't keep me good company, then bury me, bury me right now. If none of us are well, to no one is weak, you should cut me up, get closer to peace. The more I know, the less I believe Just bury me, bury me right now My faith's a target Shot at loving people, numbers for names For how I pray and who I sleep with I might be on borrowed time Not afraid to die, I'm martyr But I'm still afraid to None of us are well Till no one is weak You should cut me out Get closer to peace The more I know The less I believe Just bury me Bury me right now I'd call this heaven
Be sure to subscribe and follow Joy Sounds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Are you an artist who would like to be on the show? Visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know.